Blog Talk Radio. RGC is our our strategy division, and 
e-commerce and digital. And then our Sapier division uh, is focusing on our executive search and home placements, uh, where you have the uh, parent company, Charter Global, that focuses on our professional services and our project services division. So we really have a lot going on uh, right now under the umbrella of Charter Global. Absolutely, and and you all still a very special need for for clients in that they're looking for these specialized resources in IT, and there it's, it's not easy to find the the right resources. Um, and so that's a, a a marriage that you all kind of uh, broker to make sure that the right resources, the right fit for various different types of projects. And so being a, being over the, the strategy and, and now you're kind of breaking out those uh, three different levels, um, are that, can you talk about some of the changes over the years from when you originally started and what the strategy might have looked like and some of the changes that you all have made just because of IT is ever-changing, that, that landscape? Well, I would say right now in 2015 alone, uh, when I look at our our openings, our requirement openings, we have over 1,000 uh, job recs right now just in 2015 that are open right now. And I would say the top seven of those requirements are .NET type resources, mobile, Android, and iOS developers, uh, business analysts, uh, data architects, Java resources, project manager, and quality assurance resources. And it's very, very interesting when I look at these top seven uh, type of requirements, they really are still in line and consistent in terms of what the current market from a, a class perspective or resources are looking for. Uh, one area that falls into the data architect where it may branch out a little bit more, and that's where your maybe specialty areas around business intelligence and Purdue, uh, and of course with the mobile, with all of the social media activity uh, going on right now, uh, that's another area in which uh, a lot of our clients are looking for. But part of my strategy is really trying to assist our clients needs in a sense of reaching out to them just at the right time when they are looking for these very uh, skilled resources. And it always amazes me and I always get thrilled uh, when clients will reach out to me once I've reached out to them, excuse me, reached out to them uh, when they will say, Ken, you, you were just in time. Uh, we are looking for uh, this particular skill set. So part of my strategy is really working thousand uh, list database um, that we have internally and really reaching out to our, our clients on a more personal level. Uh, we actually have a, a, a fairly decent sized uh, marketing team which is growing where we're able to uh, provide some real-time content to our various uh, clients um, that has uh, specific information targeted to them. And so that's really where uh, we are trying to uh, be different in the marketplace right now, helping our, our clients identifying um, these particular resources, as well as having these other two companies under the Charter Global umbrella where uh, we have a senior, uh, very senior staff working on executive term placements and a very senior staff working on um, uh, strategic and digital uh, e-commerce strategy work. Absolutely, and, and as I as I think myself, even from organizations, also being in IT myself, um, I think about how even the industry has changed. Where a lot of organizations, IT was kind of a support organization, and now it's becoming, and a lot of organizations are realizing. Um, and hopefully if they haven't, they, they do very quickly, that IT is really part of the, the strategy uh, for the business, for their whatever their business sector is. Do you find that you felt kind of the shift when organizations 
started to feel that and even more so realizing that it, it just wasn't a matter of just maintaining and um, just, you know, keeping the lights on, but more thinking ahead of how to utilize technology. And I can see that's where maybe a, you want to partner with an organization like Charter Global to help you with that transition. Did you, did you feel it? Was it subtle or um, did you kind of predict and see it coming and, and that's how you're kind of there for your, your clients? Any thoughts? Well, well, I would say definitely there has been a shift within the past uh, six to seven years where a lot of IT-driven projects has been coming out of the marketing and business uh, divisions. Uh, there have been in the past, I would say 20-plus years ago, where all of the IT projects were driven out of IT, uh, but right now, uh, I actually see, and a lot of our clients are really in that business area, business marketing, where they are big into analytics, and that goes into where we've been able to see a lot of uh, opportunities or at least requirements coming in for clients around data architects, data engineers, big data resources, as well as our business analyst uh, type roles. So definitely marketing and the business division departments are really, really seeing a lot of uh, dollars, which they are now becoming pretty more IT savvy. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, when, when organizations engage with charter, is it, is it a matter of finding one or two resources, or does charter bring in a team, or does that, that vary depending on, um, engagement. Can you can you talk about some of your engagements and how Charter works with its clients? Sure. So, because Charter Global is not a small organization, and then it's not a large organization, we consider ourselves a mid-sized organization. So, because we are mid-sized, we are able to really move fairly quickly as it relates to working with clients, large and small. Uh, there are other companies out there where they might not necessarily uh, are able to reach out to uh, companies that might be $10 million and less in revenue, uh, whereas we're able to really work with them and provide that quality of service and work. Uh, but then we can also work with larger organizations uh, and provide teams as well as resources. So, for example... Uh, one of our, our, our a very large telecom company where we have been able to provide close to 100 resources in all different types of uh, areas, project managers, quality assurance, uh, testers, um, architects, et cetera. Uh, so we have that capacity to actually provide large amount of teams and resources to clients as well as uh, there's a small uh, company that's creating a customer relationship management application where we have a team of uh, four to five resources. Part of our, our goal at Charter Global is to uh, provide that high-quality resource um, to that client as well as being able to provide high-quality service, a reasonable uh, price within um, technology. Absolutely. And and so let's talk about I, I my ears perked up and I'm sure some of our listeners too when you talked about that Charter Global has over a thousand jobs and, and they can visit charterglobal.com uh, slash careers and see the, the list of uh, open positions and uh, both those in the, the US and, and various states even though Charter Global is uh, based in uh, Georgia, your headquarters, I believe, is here in Atlanta, um, I'm, I'm looking myself at the, the listing here, and uh, they're spread throughout the, the United States. What, what can you talk about, um, and uh, the opportunity to kind of brag a little bit, about Charter Global being a, a place to, to work and what makes candidates a good fit with Charter Global? Well, Charter Global this year and last year was voted top work 
place to work. So we're really excited about that. Uh, part of our goal is to be able to provide an environment where uh, people can come and work and, and really provide the services that we actually offer. Uh, I would say resources that uh, are really good at what they do and they need or looking for uh, an opportunity, definitely, I would say, um, to, to go out to our careers page um, to see how we can provide them uh, with resources. We actually have um, delivery managers where they will work with the uh, candidate uh, through the process of having discussions around uh, the different requirements that might fit their skill set. Uh, if there aren't any skill sets that might actually uh, be available, they will uh, still be able to stay in touch with them. Uh, so when an, an actual opportunity may come up uh, in the future, um, that those particular opportunities might be available. And in addition to that, I would say a latter part of, of this year, uh, Charter Global will actually be launching uh, a mobile app in which and it's going to actually have at their fingertips uh, to be able to um, have their search status um, availability real time. So we're really excited about uh, some of the things that we are uh, working on here at Charter Global. Absolutely, absolutely. And and that's no small feat to, to be voted uh, uh, one of the places to work. What do you feel is differentiates Charter Global and and uh, to attract such, a, you know, the the best candidates, the best and brightest of, of candidates. Well, I, I would say that our environment uh, is is in such an area where uh, we're open, um, so that you can talk to the president, you can talk to uh, the recruiters, you can talk to the managers, you can talk to our our HR staff, our, our legal team, as well as our immigration team. Uh, so from that standpoint, we we consider us as, uh, you know, one CGI uh, where we're all uh, working together to really help not only our clients, but our candidates provide um, the best candidate for the client as well as providing the best job opportunity. Absolutely, absolutely. Um now, I, I want to bridge two topics together um, that you shared with us uh, with uh, even in our first interview is that you also play a role of a vice president of strategy for VDPA, which is uh, Black Digital Processing Professional Association. Um, I, I think I put too many keys in there. Black Digital Professional Association um, and that's a nonprofit organization that helps uh, minorities uh, of all sorts, and including, you know, we talk about um, inclusion and, and women and IT. Um, there's just a lot of broad areas and a lot of talk about um, making sure that minorities and women um, are included in the, the various STEM fields. And so maybe you can now translate for us your role as VP of strategy for BDPA, and what does that mean, and, and what are some of your strategies around that? Well, part of our goal uh, at BDPA is really providing uh, not only uh, our young generation, but also our adults, uh, what's current in the technology area, uh, how can they actually succeed in uh, the technology area, uh, but part of our our core is really um, exposing not only our the adults and the the young adults uh, what's uh, hot and what's going on in IT. And so part of our our strategy is uh, providing more awareness as it relates to uh, the benefits of working in such an environment or or such an industry uh, such as the IT industry. So. Uh, I know that Derek Brown, who's our, our president of BDPA, uh, part of his model is really sharing and, and providing um, uh, the the environment where kids can come and and learn and, and reach out and touch uh, working professionals like myself 
and providing mentorship to the young adults as well as adults as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And that, that's um, so important, and, and you are, even as a, a senior vice president, um, you make yourself available, um, giving back. Um, people, uh, you participated in the executive forum sponsored by the Atlanta BDPA chapter. I spoke on a, a panel. But um, just have made yourself available so that and approachable so that students can talk to you and, and ask questions. Um, just as you made yourself available to Technology Expresso, which we also very much uh, appreciate you, you giving, uh, giving of your time. And, and so thinking about the, the young people and even uh, professionals who are in transition, um, and, and then at the same time we were just talking about uh, Charter Global having a, a thousand positions uh, available. What, do you think that there's a disconnect of people not quite understanding what the the job market is looking for, or are, are is there some missing pieces that they're they're just not making the the connection? And, and what are what some advice or um, suggestions do you have for people? Well, I would start with let's say the the young people, the young adults. I think because technology is around them so much that uh, they are not really leveraging that technology uh, is a good area to really work and make a career out of it. I know in the late 80s where technology wasn't as accessible uh, to 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 everyone, uh, we really got excited about learning and understanding and trying to touch IT and, and all what it actually has to offer. Uh, so I, I think from my, my viewpoint, that's a reason why maybe some of our young people might not necessarily be um, going after these IT opportunities and going to school and getting a computer science degree. And then when I move to the, the adults, I, I would say adults um, – I, I do believe adults still feel as though that area um, that uh, is a is a way where they can actually uh, do well in. Um, but I, I I would say uh, they they might not they might be thinking that it's a little bit harder than maybe uh, what it is. That's just my unbiased assessment. No, a- absolutely, and and that's that's. We're looking for those that point of view and, and your observation, and and so that kind of leads us to talk about BDPA and, and uh, from your perspective, your the local strategy, um, your your thoughts about the current programming as far and as well as into the the future because part of the strategy is looking into the future. But BDPA is one of those organizations as you and I know has been around for forty years, trying to bridge that gap. So could you speak to the audience um, from from your background with BDPA about some of the ways they've uh, attempted to help bridge that gap and then also looking into the future, um, maybe what you see as some of the other areas that BDPA can help bridge the gap between uh, the disconnect that, that you outlined from the young people all the way up to the older generation. So BDA, from a strategy standpoint, is uh, scheduling monthly topics around technology, and uh, a lot of those topics has been uh, centered around for uh, part of the strategy there is to uh, introduce or at least make aware of some of the latest trends, whether it's mobility, whether it's security, uh, whether it's big data. And so from that standpoint, that's what BDA is trying to do. And and as it relates to the young people, uh, we have them engaged in building uh, and learning the different tools um, that is most common in today's world with working in the professional area. And, and from there, we are exposing them into uh, learning those tools as well as building apps that they can actually and get excited about as well as building websites, learning how to to 
be comfortable in those type of uh, different technologies so that they can embrace it and, and really uh, feel like that could be something that they would want to do. And I, I would say that a lot of times, and I may have shared this before, is, is individuals always may think of uh, technology area as you have to code, but there's so much more of areas that you can actually work in, whether it's being a a tester or a requirements person or whether it's a manager person or a database person. So there's so much to uh, really contribute as it relates into IT. And if you think of building a plane where there's so many different parts and there's so many different people uh, working to accomplish and building that that plane, it's the same thing around IT where uh, we need several different types of uh, resources and roles to really uh, make things work, leveraging all the, the great tools that are being developed nowadays in IT. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and along those lines, uh, around young people and, you know, going into IT is, in fact, IT, because it's in every industry, um, whatever their interest might lie, uh, IT can also be um, kind of the marriage between their primary interest and IT. They can find that that, um, marriage there. Uh, Because you yourself, you talked about uh, your career, you work in different industries, and I know that Charter Global also services different industries. So maybe can you can you speak to that as well as far as how, whether it's Charter Global or even yourself in your own career, have touched different industries and, and using technology? Well, IT is amazing. Care, it's within the insurance industry. It's within the hospitality industry. It's within the retail industry. There really isn't no particular area where IT doesn't touch. If you're at Burger King, you're touching technology at the front desk or at the burger and fry stand. At Macy's, when you're at the cash register, you're touching IT and even when you are looking at the tags, you are looking at and touching IT because labeling, inventory, uh, managing, trying to understand what type of uh, product or material that is. So I would say that you could really uh, not, you, you would really be able to really hit hit it good if you actually uh, was an IT because whether it's sports or, or anything like that, IT touches every industry. And, and I, I have actually touched uh, industries as well, and uh, the technology still stays constant as relates to uh, the tools that you use regardless of the industry that you're in. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I, too, can, can add to that list. I've, I've worked in that the healthcare industry. I've actually worked in the finance area. Um, even worked for a company that did lottery software. Um, and most recently, pharmaceuticals, the center of disease control. So, and even each one of those industries were always so intriguing to me. And I learned so much uh, about what I call the business rules behind how all of that works. Because here you are using technology to automate those and and um, to make people's work more efficient and effective, and all of that has always been a a thrill to me for for sure. Um, and so let's let's next talk about uh, we we're kind of uh, bobbling back and forth between BDPA and Charter Global. But interesting enough, you're over client services and and strategy at uh, Charter Global, and you're also over the strategy uh, with BDPA. Uh, And so BDPA being a a nonprofit, I'm sure the strategy, the approach is is very different. 
But it all ties back to um, connecting people from a, a strategy perspective, BDPA, tying them back into IT. So uh, let me ask you a, a question around BDPA, and um, we've already talked about the, the young people and the disconnect. Do you think that we are? Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I'm going to say this in a way, but uh, this is just an opinion kind of question. But do you think that we are winning or losing the the young people? Are they are they starting to get it? And um, maybe you're even seeing that as you all are hiring um, young people, or the, the fact that you you all still are, have a thousand positions open. Um, are they? Are, are we losing them? What, what are your thoughts? I would say my thoughts are that we're not winning them yet, and it's only because they're treating IT as commodity, as relates to how now you can have a cell phone that has more power from a processing standpoint than how we used to process years ago. Uh, so at at that point, looking at IT is almost taken, being taken for granted. Uh, I, I would say that that's, that's just because that's the that's what's going on doesn't necessarily mean that we have to um, not continue to provide opportunities, exposure, uh, and access to not only individuals who are in IT, but also the tools that uh, creates the uh, application. I would say we need to continue to provide them with the exposure. And that's part of the core of BDPA, trying to provide more outreach. So I would say from BDPA standpoint, the strat one of the strategies that I'll be working uh, with Derek on is providing more outreach visibility in terms of the young people to uh, provide uh, different access in terms of what's going on in the IT world. And the goal is to put it into a a a strategy as it relates to something that's relatable to them. So that's what we're trying to work towards right now, making it where they can get excited about uh, what's going on. Now, I will tell you, um, <clears throat> the one thing that young people will get excited about is I, re I remember uh, last year when uh, we had an introduction around ID, uh, BDPA and uh, we had a young several young people around the table and uh, we were talking about salaries and, and how much money you can make. And I tell you, lots of young people really perked up then. Uh, so we want to continue to expose them and and make it where it's fun because I know when I was growing up and wanting to learn more about IT, it was fun. I really got excited about it and that was something that I really wanted to do and I can remember when I was writing uh, application, building applications where I would spend uh, several hours at a time, sort of like how our young people are spending several hours uh, in front of the TV playing games while I was sitting in front of the monitor uh, building applications. So we need to get them uh, where they can get excited and, and make them the type of hours that they spend uh, in that era, we need to get them focused on uh, building applications in IT. Absolutely, absolutely. I, lo I like that. I like that. Uh, and, and, um, first of all, to our listeners, those VDPA.org is um, a national organization. So not only do we have Atlanta chapter, we have uh, somewhere between 44, 45. And I think I just saw, I think it's Kansas City. They're, they're going to kick off something there. Um, so growing and been around for 40 years. So these are people who are giving back, people who love their careers in IT and wanting to share and um, usher in the next generation and, and be mentors and coaches. 
um, and have great programs available for both high school students and also um, outreach for college students as well and opportunities for college students to also help mentor the high school students. So please visit bdpa.org um, if you're listening and find out more about this organization. And if you're in Washington, D.C., maybe you'll join us at our national conference on August 18th through the 22nd. So just wanted to, to um, reiterate that. Now, something you said um, I, I had to chuckle um, is what you said when you mentioned salaries, the students perked up, and, and that kind of uh, piggybacks into one of my uh, next questions, which people see yourself um, as, a, as, as someone that they would aspire to be, a senior vice president, um, at a young age, I'm going to say, <laughs> and, um, you know, the nice office and established career, and they want to just fast forward to that. But can you talk through some of the, the steps that they need to take into consideration and prepare themselves so they can, if they want to take the fast track, that, that's awesome. But what are some of the things that now looking back and, looking at where you are, you would say to young people in order for them to, to um, make and find their path to a successful career? I would say that uh, within the IT industry, you can actually create your path as relates to uh, creating and building applications and selling and marketing them. Uh, I would say the youth are very um, knowledgeable and very experienced, way more experienced than uh, I was or, or maybe you were growing up. Uh, so they have a lot of talent and a lot of great ideas that they can create uh, just by understanding more around the different tools. So I would say uh, how they could move forward up in the ranks, uh, I would say there are several um, companies that may not be as large. Uh, they can get on the ground floor, and as long as they know their their skills uh, from a technology standpoint, they can um, work there for, for a while and really work their way up. Uh, I know when I was um, first starting, I started at a very large organization, and so uh, there weren't many small organizations around, uh, but now uh, there are several that you can really find a company that from a work-life balance standpoint fit for you, whether it's working remotely or uh, coming in a little later and uh, leaving a little later, uh, there's so many different options and access uh, that are available today than there were before. So it's very, very exciting times, uh, and I would say that uh, anyone that is looking to uh, work in this uh, industry, that there are many, many opportunities um, that they can actually really take a path and and uh, really mark their own their own destiny. So I would say I have no regrets working in this industry because it's, it's still very, very exciting. Uh, there's so many different tools that even I'm learning today in which I'm able to help our organization grow. And uh, I'm really, really excited to come to work every day. And and that's that's uh, worth repeating. Being excited about coming to work every day. Not everybody. I, I there's a lot of people who um, dread going to work. All they look forward to is the weekend and and holidays. It's just a means to an end. But it is you know um, a, a whole different experience. As I can relate, when you enjoy what you do, um, you enjoy. You feel like you're solving problems. You're contributing. Um, that you're you're part of something um, something bigger and 
you know, you're, like I said, problem solving. That That is in finding solutions for your, your clients. So I, I can relate, and young people need to, to hear that as well. There's the dollar signs, but, um, and then there's the, the flexibility. I do feel that IT, um, I, more and more I hear people having the opportunity to work from home, and um, that's a really nice work-life balance uh, aspect, and it, it's more than just, just dollars. So there's a lot of different pieces to the puzzle that make your, your work life um, enjoyable. And IT does offer a lot of that, that flexibility. Um, and, and let's talk about um, IT. And, and some of these questions, I'm pulling a couple of questions uh, and topics that came up when we worked with some of the college students with BDPA Connect, uh, a program that we did. And, and here were some of the, the, the topics that came, came up, and I want to get your opinion. One was, College versus um, not not going to college. That there's a lot of young people. They they're learning to, uh, as we say, hack and and learn to code and can quickly build programs. Like you said, there and uh, this generation is being raised around it, so it's becoming second nature. But they're beginning to put bring up the questions, and I some of them questioning even their parents. Why should I go to college if I could? learn, like you said, um, .NET or learn uh, a particular language, um, why should I go to a, a college? And so I wanted to get your thoughts. Well, my thoughts are we are always continuing to learn. It's all about constant learning. And my thought around not going to school and going to school is that uh, we need to treat going to school uh, as you're going to learn. And so as you have to read a book to, even if you didn't go to school and learn to write, why not still go to school, learn uh, those tools so you get credit for it and you still uh, can can create those programs as you are going to school. So I think schooling is still important. I think you still need to go to school. And why not do both at the same time where you're, you're going to get credit for what you are working on uh, and learning about by going to school and getting your degree. Uh, my, my thought on it is that if you just went and just focused on just uh, learning without going to school, if for some reason or another that didn't work out, that's your only plan. So it's always good to have an A, B plan uh, so that you can always have options to move either left or right, as opposed to just one way. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, as as I look at your profile, you very much endorse the continue, uh, continuous learning, uh, going back and getting some of your certifications, for everything from project management to Scrum Masters, your master's degree in project management. So um, education um, is, is clearly something that uh, has permeated throughout your career. Um, and and I, I, I'm going to go back to that those um, 1,000 jobs that are, are listed on Charter. Um, how important I know. are it, both is, isn't that Isn't that exciting? I, I just took a look because I knew I was going to talk to you. I was even surprised and impressed. Like, we have 1,000 jobs. We have 1,000 jobs. Uh, where we need to fill, uh, and, and we would love to have, love to have people, apply to them. people apply to them. Exactly, exactly. And and can you talk about, do you all require uh, degrees for most of these positions, or in some cases, um, is it more certification? Where, where do you think, um, as far as a starting point for, for people, as far as making sure they have the right education? Well, most of our clients do require a a business or not a business, but a, a bachelor's degree. Uh, most of them do, and then from there, depending on the level of the role, they will require uh, various certifications. Uh, so, to answer your question, most of them are uh, requiring a bachelor's degree. 
And 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 so you know that not only is it from Charter Global's perspective, but like you said, your clients are driving those requirements. So that degree it does differentiate, and like you said, is great for a Plan B. The young people need to take that into consideration, looking at the big bigger picture. Just as you know, when you're jumping in a career, I always and I often emphasize that remember you're competing against other people. So watch your competition. Watch to see is just like when you're in a, a race or a marathon, whatever the case may be. Um, you see how others are training. You've got to adjust so that you can stay competitive. It's, it's a big competition, especially the more you want to progress and move up and around in your career and have some, some say-so and determination, uh, especially for some of those uh, more lucrative jobs. You want the, the big pay, you've got to be competitive. So they, they all go hand in hand. And, and let, let me ask you, this is something else that, that recently I've, I've talked to some young people that were struggling with. They've gotten in organizations and even – um, they've gotten accolades for doing good work. What they're finding is that others aren't really looking for um, their develop, looking out for their development and career progression. Um, what do you say when people get um, into to organizations? And it, it may not be you know the first thing would be okay, we'll find a, another organization. But how do people in some way? Um, if they have to take their own career development into their own hands, and in your throughout your career, how did you handle your career development? Well, I will say that you absolutely have to take your own uh, development career in your own hands, and uh, the goal would be to chart out where you want to go. I know when I started in my career, I was a developer, and not only I learned the different tools that was required on the job, there were other tools that I wanted to learn for the next job, so I would actually go to the library. That was before all Google and everything. Go to the library and get books, read up on them, and learn, and that was preparing me for the next role. And and so that, that's a must where uh, individuals, even if they're at a current role uh, and they want to move to the next role, they need to uh, go to tech schools where they might have certifications or, or reading books so that they can be prepared so when that opportunity presents itself, they're ready. A lot of times um, when opportunities are in front of them, they're not ready and it's only because you're not prepared. So I would say absolutely you have to uh, have your your own career in your own hands. Now, there might be a benefit where you might can uh, get tuition reimbursement from your uh, company. That would definitely be a bonus, but if that's not the case, you still need to press forward and and try and if money is not, uh, if, if you don't have the, the funds to actually get that certification, read books and learn on your own. Absolutely, and 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 you know, young people. I know that it's it's not necessarily natural to them to think in terms of investing in themselves. And, and like you said, whether it's every other payday, buying a book and reading a a book, and or once a year, at least taking a course that helps them develop in their career or, you know, what's what's going to be the next, you know, hot, whether it's a methodology or a language, you know, they, they have to think in terms of investing. And, and that's one of the things that I hope that we have a resurgence there, and that, that goes back to BDPA, when you have organizations like BDPA that offer a membership and networking for $100 um, for people to, you know, do, you know, like you said, every month they're offering a different topic. They're bringing the topics to you as well as having a place where you can meet up with other professionals, like-minded professionals, and talk and network 
um, and build that network, not just when you need a job, but just when you you need um, to connect with people so that when you need someone, you already have a, a connected network and, and they're not just in times of need. So I, I guess that's probably the, the, the last thing that I, I kind of want to tie everything together from your perspective and, and BDPA. What do you say to people who are in IT and and still here even in the Atlanta area but not yet engaged with BDPA? What, what's so important about them um, becoming engaged in BDPA, in your opinion? Well, I, I would say that it's very important to get involved, get engaged. Uh, the reason being is, uh, one, it's the ability to network, and then, two, it's a, an opportunity to learn uh, where we actually will have different guest speakers where they can listen and gain some knowledge from, uh, even though we might think that it's a topic that they're already familiar with, there's always still an area where there might be one particular uh, topic, comment that really may spark uh, some enlightenment around a particular topic. So I would definitely say uh, getting involved, as well as uh, there are times where there are resources where uh, are being shared, uh, where there are other opportunities where uh, they can uh, know where to go, where there might be a job opening or some type of connection because I know there are several managers that that do attend that particular um, those various events where they can actually get exposure to uh, face-to-face real time. So definitely, if you can't make every event, I would say at least uh, every other month or once a quarter, it would be good. Absolutely, and and you know. Uh, and, and, and even yourself, you're, you're a senior vice president at, at Charter Global. Some might say your career, you, you have a successful career, and yet you're still um, a member of BDPA and giving back and, and holding a position um, there. And, and I applaud you for that because uh, a lot of people, you know, knowing your time is precious, especially at, at an executive level and, and the demands of your job, and, and even yourself, I know you, you travel, but you're still making time for BDPA. So, you know, I, I say that to say, you know, others out there who think that they're, they're, they're too busy, um, their job is too demanding, you have a, a family um, uh, that, that you're engaged with as well as your, your career, but you still give back to BDPA, um, still vested in BDPA and, and find value and being a member. So it's not just for those who are up and coming or looking for jobs or whatever whatever other misnotion you might have about BDPA. Um, it's for people at every level. You know, we talk about from the classroom to the boardroom and everything in between. Um, it's just a great way to engage, connect. Um, as you mentioned, Derek Brown, our local uh, president of the Atlanta chapter, doing a great job in always uh, putting out their very timely topics. I know we have a, a big topic, uh, part two, uh, coming up this month, um, as well as a shout-out to uh, Josephine Reed, who is over our HSCC High School Computer Competition Program, and they're uh, about to wrap up and get ready for August for the national competition where all the high school um, teams come together after working all year long on Saturdays to learn their, their code and get ready for the, the big competition in D.C. to win scholarships. So, um, you know, first of all, thank you, Ken, for spending this last hour with us, for, again, sharing your, your insight and um, giving us, exposing us more to Charter Global. And people need to get out there and check out those one thousand job openings and find one that that you can connect with and um any, any final words from from you Ken? I would say that well one thank you very much for having me and two uh, session to be in uh, 
whether uh, you're starting your career or you're midway in your career, uh, even maybe in your you think that it's in your latter career, it's still an opportunity where uh, technology is changing so much that uh, the level of playing field still gets leveled where people can still enter and actually uh, have fun and, and actually make do well with it. So I, w- I would definitely say it's definitely an area that is not going to go away. Uh, it's going to be around uh, for quite a long time. So this will be definitely a good area to um, uh, put your head in uh, if you're looking for a career profession. So thank you very much for having me. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. And thank you for all that you do for uh, BDPA and for being a, a role model and a mentor. And uh, we look forward to having you back. Our microphone is always open to you, and we look forward to, to hearing more about um, as things evolve with Charter Global as well as things as they evolve with uh, BDPA and, and what's coming up in 2016. So we're very excited about that, but I am about to run out of time. Um, David, I'll open up your mic to see if you open this up. And so just want to see if you want to say uh, good evening to uh, everyone. And then we're going to jump into some promos on the BDPA 2015 National Conference. So I want everybody to stay tuned so that you can hear more about the National Conference before we close out tonight's show. David, any closing words from you? Absolutely. Thank you, Jacqueline. I just want to say thank you to Ken for joining us. Congratulations to Charter Global and their successes, and you as well on your successes, and wish you continued success there, there, and your contributions at uh, in uh, BDPA Atlanta. So thank you for your contributions there as well. Uh, that's about all I have to say, Jacqueline. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Absolutely, and well, uh in the show tonight with a couple of updates from our sponsors, VDPA, and also hear more about how to stay connected with Technology Expresso so that we can continue to give you news information on steaming hot topics related to science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Listen this week, Sharon Simmons of I Got em App is going to join us. We told you last time she had a special announcement uh, as uh, about her company, um, so stay tuned. Uh, it's, we've been following her for a full year, and all her hard work has finally and literally paid off. So listen to this Thursday show, as well as we will have Felicia Phillips of Pink Tech and Pink Tech Summit, uh, the Pink Institute. We're looking forward to having her on and her talking about how women are supporting women uh, to get in and and to sustain their careers in technology. So all of that is coming up. But for now, we're going to say good night. Thank you, everyone, for listening, but stay tuned for uh, final words from our sponsors. Hello, this is Dawn Major at Technology Expresso Media, and I'm excited to announce that BDPA is adding its mobile app showcase sponsored by State Farm to this year's National BDPA Student Program. The 37th Annual BDPA Technology Conference will be held in Washington, D.C. on August 19th through the 22nd, 2015. The mobile showcase pilot program was such a huge success last year, students were awarded a total of $19,000 in scholarship funds. As we get closer to this year's conference, BDPA is requesting the help and assistance of their chapters to inform students, current and past, of this great program. They're looking for high school and undergrad college students with programming experience who can work independently and interested in developing native iOS and Android mobile applications. This program is
Join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future at the 37th Annual National BDPA Technology Conference and Free Career Fair at the Washington Hilton Hotel, located at 1919 Connecticut Avenue, Northwest Washington, D.C., from August 18th to 22nd. BDPA is the largest African-American information technology association in the U.S. involved in training professionals and students in the fields of science, technology, engineering, and math. For the past 36 years, BDPA conferences have provided opportunities for innovators like you to get the knowledge and resources that are critical to stay on top. So join us from August 18th to 22nd, and you too can join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future. For more information on BDPA's National Conference and Free Career Fair, visit www.bdpa.org.